Welcome to Finding Your Worth, a podcast designed to help you reconnect with who you are so you can become who you want to be. I'm your host, Sarah Wilson. A few years ago, I realized that something was missing from my life. And what was missing was me. My hopes, my dreams, my inner light had been dimmed by years of drudgery, complacency, going along with what I thought I was supposed to be. Not anymore, my friend. Life is short. I'm not wasting any more of it hiding and afraid to live. Now that I know my worth, I am on a mission to help others who feel disconnected from themselves to find joy and purpose in their lives. Thank you for joining me on this journey to rekindle your spark and find your worth. Hello there, and welcome to episode number 88, Just When It's Getting Good. Have you ever worked toward a goal, pushed yourself hard, and made real progress, and then you gave up? Maybe you even acted as if you didn't really want that goal in the first place? It's likely that no matter the reason, a.k.a. excuse, you came up with for quitting, later you felt guilty, maybe ashamed if you told enough people about your goal. And you also probably used that experience of giving up to label yourself as a person who doesn't do that thing, or maybe even a person who doesn't do anything. You might describe yourself as having no follow-through, no tenacity, no grit. You might have been beating yourself up for years saying these things. Just when it's getting good, you quit. Me too. Well, I used to. I quit on goals as small as knitting projects, and as big as following my dreams of writing a novel. I quit on exercise programs and diets, job searches, partners that were actually good for me, and a crafter's mecca of projects. I quit on my dream to be a fashion designer when I was young, later an art therapist and a nurse, and a few other careers along the way. After a while, I just quit on having any big dreams at all. Of course, I didn't quit on everything, but I gave up more often than I did, and especially when it was most important to me. I didn't believe I could achieve my goals, but some part of me wanted to try. The trouble with not believing in yourself is that you'll almost 
always find a way to sabotage your own efforts in order to prove yourself right. I came. I tried. I quit. That's an awfully crappy slogan for a t-shirt. If you find yourself starting projects you never finish, dropping goals like they never existed, or getting easily distracted by new shiny goals or the newest series on Netflix, then you've probably gotten it into your head that you won't succeed, even if you believe when you start that you really want whatever it is you're aiming for. Try this. Take a few minutes today. Dig deep into your memory. Look for every single time you started and completed a project. Every single time. You planned to make pancakes one Sunday? You got all the ingredients ready? You made the pancakes? Yes! That is a win. But even for those goals that you dropped, remember back to early on, let's say you promised yourself you would work out five days every week this year. It's May when this podcast comes out, but regardless of when you're hearing this, did you work out consistently for at least one week? I bet you did. I bet you felt a sense of accomplishment and pride along with your sore muscles. Disregard the soreness and think about the ways you made those workouts happen, no matter what. Even if it was just one month, one week, or even just one day, you made it happen. Celebrate what you've accomplished and... Let that encourage you to keep going. There are other reasons, though, that you might stop before it really gets good. Sometimes when we look at what we need to do to achieve a goal, sometimes before we hit a big breakthrough, the effort needed seems overwhelming. I know it's cliche, but what if you really did take it one day at a time? What if you only promised yourself today that today you would take some positive action toward your goal? Don't make it a thing that's hard. Make it something easy, but that moves you forward. If you're trying to save money to buy a house, Thinking about that house is great, but if you think about the amount of money you need for a down payment, that could send you into a spiral of overwhelm that leads you to buying something you suddenly must have, that leaves you not having the money saved, which leads you to not buying the house, which is comfy for your brain's love of same old, same old, same old. But that's not what you want. You want a house. If you've made a promise to save money for something, but you keep spending it on other stuff, 
Stop thinking about the big picture because you're picturing it as a burden and it's not doing you any favors. Here's what to do instead. Figure out how much you need in total then figure out how much you need to save each year for whatever number of years. Then how much by month? How much by week? How much by day? For example, if you're trying to save $50,000 for a down payment in five years, that's $10,000 a year, which is a little less than $28 a day. While it may not be easy to put aside $28 a day, it sounds a whole hell of a lot easier than 10000 a year, even if they are exactly the same thing. If you have a goal to have rock-solid abs for a beach vacation planned in six months, but the thought of doing all those crunches makes you want to throw up, stop thinking about all the crunches. Instead, just do some today. And then do some tomorrow. But don't think about tomorrow because tomorrow's not here yet. Again, I am not saying crunches are easy. But it is easier to do five crunches today than to think about doing them every day for six months. And if a few weeks from now you forget why you're doing those crunches and start to give up, not because you're not motivated, but because deep down, you are still questioning your ability to succeed. You may need to revisit how awesome it felt when you started. Sure, you can picture your six-pack strutting down the beach. Sure, you can imagine how good it feels to be able to button your favorite pants, but it's not doing anything for you. And if that's the case, remember what it feels like to be proud of your own accomplishments instead. Remember all the times you did follow through. You did stick with it. You did move mountains to get something done. You have done it before. It may be that whatever goals you have are challenging. They they may require a lot of hard work, time, energy, patience. So another thing you might want to try is focusing on why you want to succeed. Not the rock-solid abs or the house themselves, but what those things represent to you, what they mean to you. No one needs either of those things to get along in this world. But if you want something, you've got a reason. What is it? Not just the superficial stuff, but deep down inside, what pushed you to pick that thing to do above all the other options? Your reason matters. So be sure you know what it is. Let's recap. You want to accomplish something. Your subconscious doesn't believe you can achieve it. Maybe it doesn't believe you can, you deserve it. You can come up with a list of times 
and ways. You've achieved goals and celebrate those accomplishments. Big or small, they all count. Break down your goal as small as possible to avoid feeling overwhelmed. Itty bitty, daily tasks are best here. Finally, focus on why you want what you want and really feel how good it would feel to achieve your goal. From a person who quit a lot to becoming the person who is recording the 87th episode of her podcast, I promise you that you can actually do the thing you need to do, not because it's easy, but because you want it. And you deserve to have it. Go prove to yourself that you're not a quitter at all. You are just taking your time. Thank you for listening to Finding Your Worth today. Every once in a while, I ask for a favor. And here I am asking again. Okay. If you are enjoying this podcast, would you please share it with a friend? I would greatly appreciate it. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you. One more funny thing, or rather two more funny things, I suppose. It took me about 13 takes to record this episode. 13 takes. That has never happened to me before. And at the end of the episode, I said that I was recording my 87th episode, but this is my 88th. So even 88 episodes in, well, nobody's perfect. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic day.